stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I mean it. Hello and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 58 and I am Tawny Santabria. And I am JDK Winnikin, uh, here to debunk the junk mm-hmm. wherever it may come from, whatever it may look like. <laughs> whether it rains down upon ye or whether it flows under one's feet. There is junk whether to debunk. Whether it's smushy or... <laughs> smushy or chunky <laughs> or crispy <laughs> or limp. <laughs> I, Whatever. <laughs> wow, I just struck out poetically and visually. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, we're we're doing good. We're, we are. It's a good start. I'm enthusiastic. Good start. Yeah. I'm enthusiastic today. And Feeling, it's all it's all real. It is all real. Mm-hmm. It is all real. Mm-hmm. It's good to see you. Yeah. The last nice couple episodes we've been in different spots, so it's it's good to be across from you again. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Yeah? Doing well. Yep. Yep. A little cold. Shifting little cold. seasons. Yes. Yes. But. Uh, other than that, good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Noticing noticing the the seasonal change, which in some ways is great, right? It's just another sign that change is happening all the time. All the time. I like the fall in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because um, in some reason, some ways it has to do with vanity. It's the best season for my wardrobe. <laughs> like my favorite clothes are fall clothes. You know? I do love the fall colors. Fall colors yes. are beautiful. Yes. Yeah, fall colors are beautiful and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and certainly the coziness yeah. of mm-hmm. things, things slow down, calm mm-hmm. down a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, the heat goes away. Fortunately, the fires seem to be going out. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. That's but, always a good thing. And of course, for people like me, fall means really fun sports. Football's back. Yes. And, you know, this year baseball is good. I knew we were going to start talking about <laughs> baseball. Okay. No, let's no. get it out. No, get it this, out. I know I'm a Mariners fan, everybody. And they made the playoffs <laughs> for the first time in two decades. Last week, so have you slept since? It was really hard. Yes, the night they clinched it because mm-hmm. of not just the night they clinched it, but how they did last. You know, last at bat, two outs. Something out of a movie. Yeah, right? do you remember that movie, The Natural? Yeah, I do. I do. All it needed was all this moment needed was the exploding lights. Oh, that would have been wonderful. That. It was the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I kind of indulged in the information and in the moment, and I stayed up late reading everybody's blog posts and tweets and. Watching the videos over and over again, hearing everybody's radio calls, and then the fans' perspective on their phone. It's all jiggling around. Uh It was a little tough to uh, focus on much over the weekend other than than that, but it was fun. Mm -hmm. It was fun. So we'll see how it goes. (laughs) Anyway, that's where I've been. Might be one reason why I'm so So, so so jumpy. Amped up (laughs) and excited. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So anyway, so I've had, getting back to everything this week is, Mm -hmm. I've had to be intentional about it, but at the same time. To allow the enjoyment. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, well, and you know, we want to enjoy parts of our life, exactly. right? And soak that in and enjoy it for as long as we can, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. And then you said something about needing to come back and be intentional. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I because it was you know after a big high like that, there's always the hangover, <laughs> literal or otherwise, right? Depending on how one chooses to celebrate. Yeah. No judgment, by the way. <laughs> But nevertheless, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, that happened on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Saturday was fun. I went to the, the ball game in the same place the next day and enjoyed mm-hmm. that. And then Sunday was a little slower. And then the work, life yeah. keeps going, life right? Life does keep life going. Life keeps going. That's what yes. I mean is like to yeah. let the moment be and to hold it mm-hmm. and, but also to let it pass. 
Yeah. Right. And now, of course, they're going to the playoffs. So my attention's going to turn to mm-hmm. the next game that will stress me out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I try not to make up stories about that. But anyway, there's got to be right. something in there. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. So it's, it's just been intentional in terms of getting focused on mm-hmm. kind of the things I know I need to do. So has it really? been more difficult this week to be focused on some of those things because mm, of? Not, not necessarily more difficult. Um, only in the sense that um, I kind of, you know, there's times where I still get distracted by, ooh, what's next? <laughs> you know, <laughs> let me read about what they're going to do next, right? You know, mm, it's so a little bit of that, but I wouldn't call it difficult. Yeah. Um, but definitely there. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, really it's gotten to the point where I've made decisions at times where like, okay, I got two hours. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm doing for the next two hours. Boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and, you know, I was thinking about focus and putting attention to and talking to clients this week a lot about that oh, okay. for whatever reason. Lots oh, of people oh. are sort of like, oh, you know, I need to be focusing on this thing and, and I keep losing my focus. And, and it's the how Mar- do I? It's the Mariners. Is it the Mariners for, <laughs> for everybody? No. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe there's an energy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's very it's very localized if that's the case regionally. <laughs> Not exactly a nationally known Right. Supported well, team. But anyway. Yes. So, but that's been coming up in other that's ways. That's been coming up. Yeah. Pretty common thing probably, right? I Question think about so. Focus. I think so. Right. Like, I think that there's a lot of things out there that are much more, that are enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, that grab our attention and that are exciting to attend to and focus on. And then there's the other parts of our lives where, you know, we have to be in, you know, maybe intending to do the work, like you talked about, two hours, like buckle down and, and mm-hmm. two hours and, and focusing in a particular area that might not be as enjoyable. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> Where that then becomes a struggle. Mm. To. Yeah, the contrast can feel, mm-hmm. you know, like it, like going from fifth gear to first gear. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. in a in a manual transmission car. I mean, you just, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, so you've had, yeah, you, you have clients that are talking about that. Well, yeah, all sort right, let's of talk like, about it. yeah, and I, uh, you know, to your point about like when something super exciting happens and you're sort of, you know, it's like a, a big excitement, like mm-hmm. 21 years, right? Moment. You've been you've been waiting for this for a really long time, yeah, and stressing about it. <laughs> More than doing all have. of the things. It's a few episodes a ago. Go time. back. A few episodes ago, we talked about And then this. it happens, you know, and know. so it was so exciting. And then there's more to come, uh-huh. right? Like you said, like, what are they going to do next? Uh-huh. Like, I want to know more, right? Yeah. And so there's that kind of thing that pulls our focus, yeah. right? But then there's the daily stuff that pull our focus quite a bit, yeah. whether it's just general distractions that might occur daily, nothing to do with super excitement, mm-hmm. um, but the better daily distractions. And then we've got the... You know, the thoughts that come into our head, we would call them the, the BS thoughts. The that, BS stories. Right? Yeah. Those stories that come into our head that then we're focusing on. And did we even choose to focus on those things? Mm-hmm. But they're there, so they must need our focus or attention. Oh, just because a thought shows up <laughs> because, means we have to indulge in it? I don't, right? Like, I, I think all of those things can be part of what oh, keeps yeah. us from focusing in areas where... We know it could be very beneficial for us to focus in, whether it's getting work done, whether it's getting ourselves healthier in our body, whether it's, you know, you know. Being present with family. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we get pulled away 
in these places. Uh, but, but those BS stories are happening all the time. They can come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then what do we do when they come out of nowhere? Well, I'm not going to speak for everybody. Um, I've, I've noticed. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, for myself, but then also even, you know, now, you know, working with my own clients, you know, I've noticed if a thought comes in, the temptation is very strong to take it seriously because it came, quote unquote, came from somewhere for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I've heard different, various different things, and I've used different things. Oh, this must be a sign from the universe or a sign from God or a sign, you know, something must have triggered that thought. What is it so I can map it back and figure out? And then, of course, the message that comes out from that, I have to do something about it. Or feel something. Or feel something, right. Yeah. Or accurately feel something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. right, right. So then how do we know if it's a rando thought? That we that, that we can say so what to a BS thought yeah BS right story. just it's just a thought that came in and it it doesn't mean this is a sign mm-hmm. right and I'm sure sometimes thoughts come in that have some meaning to it sure right and so you know part of it how how do we even discern that oh man mm-hmm. yeah because if we treat them all as equally important just because we're having them. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think it necessarily occurs to us that we maybe should examine them or sift them and that we can even separate from ones that we go, oh, it's not, nothing real about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that we can even choose them. So, <laughs> right. so rando thought comes in, right? And we think, is that how the kids are saying it now? I have rando. no idea. That's how I say it. Rando thought. Um, I, that's how I say it, but I don't know. I um, love it. Rando. <laughs> you heard it here first, everybody. So it comes in. And and this thought, maybe we've had this thought before, right? It's one of those ones that sometimes you know, it pops in, whatever, or some kind of similar thought, right? And all of a sudden, we're feeling a particular way that is, you know, maybe, you know, those those uncomfortable feelings that we're feeling. An unwelcome shift. Yeah, it's, you know, a sad or a mad or a frustrated or a criti- critical, right, mm-hmm. or disappointed or some of these feelings that, you know, not not that they're they're not negative feelings. They 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 are good. We all have them, right? But we we can choose to decide that that thought that created that feeling needs to be addressed mm-hmm. or felt. Mm-hmm. Or we could decide because sometimes this is a chronic thing that keeps popping up, right? That I'm not good enough thought, mm-hmm. perhaps, and then all the feelings that come from the I'm not good enough thought. Yeah. Right. We get to decide whether or not we're going to spend any time there. Mm-hmm. We get to decide whether or not we want to sort of investigate further or feel all the feelings because we're supposed to feel all the feelings, right? We Those feelings were cultivated by a particular thought mm-hmm. that is a, either a habitual one that comes in often or mm-hmm. really just a rando one mm-hmm. that we don't have to give a lot of attention to if we don't want to. Do you have the experience with clients or people you talk to when you phrase it that way or when you put forward that idea that just look at you like unblinking, like, wait, I can decide? It happens to me a lot. Yeah, it's mind-boggling to hear, oh, I get to decide even at that level of my life. Uh-huh. Like, 
what I want to entertain is my choice. <laughs> Whoa. You mean I'm not enslaved to whatever thought and feeling follows it? That blows people away. Mm-hmm. And and I and I won't just it's not not just been my experience in talking to other people. That was my experience early on. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was possible. Mm-hmm. And then once you realize it is, mm-hmm. <laughs> things can begin to change. You know, I mean, we it's it literally is possible to have a thought, recognize the feeling that's coming with it, and not feed it. And and recognize that that feeling is and has been cultivated mm-hmm. directly by the thought. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds ago before the thought came in, my <laughs> feeling state <laughs> was very different. Yeah. Thought came in, now I have a different feeling state. Mm-hmm. That can be a good indicator of you know the difference. Well, what what is my I don't want to say real feeling state, but how that our feeling states can change so quickly. Can. Based off of what we're thinking. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, and, and it can happen in lots of ways. You know, hearing a hearing a song on the radio you haven't heard in a while mm-hmm. can bring up thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, a television thing you're watching or a movie, a scene, you know, it could be that. It could be smells. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes that's memory, but sometimes different thoughts can come in from that that you literally were not entertaining or anywhere close to entertaining just a second before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes I think... Even a, a feeling can be cultivated there also, mm-hmm. right? Like I think about some, some music. Because the memory is attached, certain songs, the feeling almost comes first <laughs> yes. before the thought. Depending on where you, how you associate the song. Yes, yes. And depending on if we're still, okay, so that, that's a good example. Song comes on, feeling state happens. Maybe some thoughts happen. If we're still in that feeling state from the song, Four songs later, mm-hmm. we're probably um, cultivating that feeling <laughs> yes. by thinking about it. It has gone past the song. It has gone past the song, right? So then, mm-hmm. so that feeling of being present in the moment, right? Like, so feeling whatever that song brings, just yeah. letting that be. Yeah. And then the next song, we can have a different feeling in that yeah. in those moments. Yeah, but then suddenly you're not remembering the next three songs because you're ruminating. You well, yeah. You weren't even present for uh-huh. the next three songs because you're stuck on the song four, <laughs> <laughs> right? That would be a great indicator that you're probably tied up in some kind of a BS story. Yeah, or what if you like you're you go back, like you you go listen to the song again, <laughs> right? Well, you might do that too. Yeah, over and over and over. Just again. feed it, feed it, feed it, totally. feed it, feed it. Yeah, yeah. That's something I've I've done in the past mm-hmm. where it's something kicks up and it feels important, or I tell myself. I need to, I need to feel this feeling. Right. Even more so. Yes. Totally. When you could just go on to a different song and have a completely different experience. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. There is something though that comes up, it seems like with this, where when the feeling comes up, we have to pick, pick the language. We have to process it. We have to, we have to, we have to pay attention to it. We need to explore it. Uh, and it's not that all feelings, you know, we shouldn't pay attention to them. But that does seem to be part of the problem sometimes is that the thought tells us we're assuming that the thought matters rather than there's just a thought. We don't fully realize that we have choice on what to do with it. 
And then because the feeling follows it, we've already made the thought important. So therefore, the feeling must be important to do something with. Mm -hmm. And all of this is happening at lightning speed. Lightning speed. Is the trouble, right? Right. So when we try to dissect all the pieces. Yeah, we try to dissect all the pieces. And this, this part of sort of like slowing this process down can be helpful also. When we know, we typically notice when a thought pops into our head. I mean, like we can usually notice that pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Thought pops in. Clients tell me all the time. I just was, thought popped in. Oh, okay. Right. So we, we can notice that part. Right. And then what happens next? If what happens next is a feeling state mm-hmm. in which I feel this need to have to process or sort of succumb to, or sort of make meaning out of, or whatever Indulge it is, in. right? Yeah. Indulge in. That's a, that, that is usually a great indicator of we've cultivated this feeling, so guess what? We can cultivate another one if we want also, mm-hmm. right? This isn't a feeling that's based off of real, realness. <laughs> I wasn't sure what I was going to say. That's happening right now. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That cultivated a feeling. Cultivated a feeling that we are now having responses to, but it's a response to thought, but we're telling ourselves we're responding to reality. Right. And we're missing out on, like you said, if I'm going to play the same song or in my head, if I'm going to think about the song when I've already gone to the next song, I'm missing out on present moment because mm-hmm. I'm back somewhere with this thought, mm-hmm. cultivating a feeling, and I'm not even aware of what's going on around me. And the feeling and the thought have absolutely nothing to do with what's going on around me. <laughs> like that's when we know we're probably locked in somewhere, somehow, mm-hmm. a BS story. That's the junk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's creating that, that those feeling states yeah. that then we feel, you know, I hear from, from clients like feeling flooded. or And, yeah. and certainly that sh- the stress response can feel flooded at times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but... But oftentimes that thought just creates that so we can control it with another thought or change it or change it with another thought. Right. Or, you know, that's one of the reasons why we we talk about getting into the body. It's one of the best ways Mm -hmm. to be able to discern that and to learn how to recognize that Mm -hmm. when that's happening Mm -hmm. and recognize that the yes, there's choice and what do I do with it? And. Chances are, if you just let it sit, it's going to fizzle away. And this is the other thing, too, I was thinking about as you were talking. So once we get into the depths of our emotion, once Mm -hmm. we make it so big, right, we're thinking about this thing, we keep thinking about it, and we make it bigger in our body, we make the feeling larger in the body, but not in a way where we're giving it space. We're just really starting to feel the depths of it. And then we say, I can't get myself out of this. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, we have really gotten on the train <laughs> and we are going lightning speed yep. and it's really tough to get off. Yes. So that point at which we're getting on the train, we notice ourselves thought comes in. We notice what feeling state is being cultivated and we make the shift there. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going to have the most uh the feeling of choice mm-hmm. right because once we're in the depths of the emotion yeah. state 
we do often believe. It reinforces our thought. It reinforces the belief that we don't have, we're not in control or we're losing it, right? My daughter will always say, mom, I'm losing it. <laughs> She's pretty dramatic. It, it, it's, most, it's mostly for humor. Um, sure. she, she thinks it's funny. Uh, but but that, that sense of like, yeah, I've, I'm losing it. I don't have control over That's myself. That's what that means. Yeah, I'm losing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good analogy, the train one, uh, because that really is true. Because once you're on that speeding train, the inertia takes over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it can, mm-hmm. right? And then you're kind of at the mercy of the train mm-hmm. until it decides to slow down or it crashes <laughs> or... You know, because it feels too dangerous to jump off because it is right. It's you're just not in, you you know, you get yourself far enough down that road. Decisions you make might be suspect, you know, from those things or might not be the best ones for you. Or as I've seen and experienced myself, you know, one train wasn't good enough for me. So like getting on that train of one story takes off and then another thought comes and I add another train and another train. And before you know it, I'm in. I'm in multi-dimensional on multi-dimensional train tracks in my own head, in my own mind. My body's taking a beating because my blood pressure is up, my anxiety's up, mm-hmm. the pain in my body is up, and then it's just I'm at the mercy of it at that point, mm-hmm. and I got miserable with that after a while. Yeah, it would be exhausting. Ex- exhausting. Excruciating. Exhausting. Yeah. Exhausting. So, I like that analogy of being able to learn to recognize when when you're sort of getting ready to board the train. <laughs> You know where this train's going to go, right? Nowhere good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, making that choice. I don't need to go there with this. Mm-hmm. I don't need to make this a thing. Yeah. In this moment, in my body right now, this actually isn't what I'm present with. Yep. I'm just making this up to rev things up yep. uh, for lots of different sort of subconscious or you know, very, very hidden conscious <laughs> reasons, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The why we do this because it's habitual yeah. in, in a lot of ways. But, but yeah, we don't, we don't have to do that. I know. And it blows people's, blows people's minds mm-hmm. with that. And, and yet to experience it, you know, to see, to, for myself to have experienced it just one time, oh, that's what that means. Mm-hmm. I didn't board the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, look at, look at you. You got to do something else instead. I know. I walked off the platform and did something else. <laughs> Went to the pub. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what the equivalent of yeah, going who, to the pub who, is. Who knows? But but at least you did something else. You didn't, else. I didn't, you didn't board didn't get the on... crazy train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's and that is what we're talking about. And that's that's and that's oftentimes it seems like it's such a different way that people have heard before. Right. It's this because we, we have been taught for a long time that our feelings must be processed. And it's, and it's not to say, we're not saying that feelings don't matter. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about seems to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me we're talking about maybe we should take a good look at where the emotion, the feeling is coming from first. Is it coming from something that's actually happening? Mm-hmm. And those are pretty clear, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, something unexpected has happened or, you know, something good, right? Mm-hmm. A home run to go to the playoffs mm-hmm. or something bad, that's real. But if it's a thought that comes out of nowhere or is habitual and we recognize it as habitual, that's what we're talking about is maybe taking a good look at where the feeling is coming from mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just recognizing that 
those things that we say to ourselves do on their own cultivate a feeling, Mm -hmm. right? So really getting clear about that. Not the only place feelings come from, just like you said, not the only place, but a lot of the times they're coming from the ways in which we're talking to ourselves, right? And if we can just start to see that a little bit more clearly, Mm -hmm. we're going to decrease the amount of times that we feel like they're just taking over and what do I do about all of this? Mm-hmm. And how do I feel this the way I'm supposed to feel this? And so one of my clients earlier today was telling me I'm just stuck in it. I don't want to be stuck in it anymore. Mm-hmm. But they were, those emotional states were coming clearly from the rando thoughts. Rando thoughts, not from reality. Not from reality. It's amazing amazing you know and it's and it's funny because uh what what came to mind is we don't have time to dive into this but even the ancient greeks were talking about this Mm. recognize this right in how we think you know epictetus had i'm going to misquote him but uh he said that as we think so we become Mm -hmm. our minds are forever coming up with scenarios and stories taking in cues that simply do not exist yep that's a paraphrase but they even noticed that (laughs) it's that there's more choice to how we respond to reality and how we separate that from stories, myth, to, from things that don't serve us. And they aren't the only ones, nope. right? I mean, yeah. there's Eastern thinkers, thinkers from all over the world. Mm-hmm. But that's, yeah, that's what came to mind. Yeah, yeah. You'd think we would sort of uh, figure this out a little bit generally, more, more generally for all of us. So that we wouldn't still be struggling in this area, but well, that's what we're trying to do. That's here. what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So well, so we got baseball, crazy trains, and the ancient Greeks in today. Yes, pretty good. Do. Yeah, pretty good. Thanks. All right. Well, hopefully, all of you out there found that helpful. We got more to explore next week on breaking up with our BS. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Check out our Facebook page and Facebook group of the same name, as well as our YouTube channel. Subscribe to this as a podcast. Leave us a uh, message or a review. That'd be fantastic. And be sure to check out Tawny's six-week self-mastery course at unperfectyourself.com. And you can start to experience all these things we're talking about in your own context. Until next time, I am J.D.K. Winnikin. And I'm Tawny Santabria. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Stop it now. I'm leaving. Yeah. I don't think he felt anything after the crash. Who's that, Janio?